0: Welcome to the Liver Alone podcast, the podcast where two nerds who consume a whole lot of horror discuss their favorite pieces of horror media, from movies and TV shows to video games, novels, and everything in between, because this is a spooky world, and we're just thriving in it. I'm your host, Sarah, the survivalist in your slasher friend group that will put up a lasting fight but inevitably die because only the final girl can survive. And
1: I'm your host, Ian, the fearless fighter in your slasher friend group that tries to save the day but ends up dying because physical strength just doesn't win in horror.
0: In today's episode, we're talking about a video game that Ian first wanted nothing to do with, and I had to convince him to get it, only for him to absolutely love it now, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game. So what is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game, about? It is about the movie obviously but it is an asymmetrical survival horror game developed by sumo nottingham and published by gun interactive it is based on the 1974 film of the same name of course and the game features four victims attempting to escape the family of cannibals before they catch and kill them so it's a little bit of dvd vibes which we'll get into in the main conversation but before we kick things off we're gonna play a new type of game it's not really a game it's more of like trivia, but we're kind of talking through it because I couldn't think of turning them into questions. I didn't know how to. So I've called it Movie Murder Hoopla because it's <laughs> season two of Scream, season two, in movie two, Scream two, Randy says that when he's having a conversation in his film class. Oh. So I felt like it would be oh yeah kind of fitting. So that's what we're calling it. Moody Moody. Movie movie murder hoopla, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, movie references in the game. And I have this list from thegamer.com. So let's just quickly go through some of them that are pretty interesting. I know the most obvious one is the opening scene, color, and font when they're kind of talking about the story. That one's pretty obvious. The other reference, this one might not be so obvious, but the date is August 17th to 18th and it says the game launched on august 17th which is one day before the murders occur in the original film that's crazy the next one is also very obvious the grandpa the grandpa is a major
1: oh yeah reference. yeah we saw him in the- he's yeah.
0: completely immobile and mostly non-verbal he always sits in his chair
1: that makes weird noises
0: <laughs> yeah pretty much okay the next thing is star sign abilities when the game first launched What is now known as abilities was originally referred to as star sign abilities. Each victim had a star sign ability, a special skill that is unique to that character. And we know the different things, like Connie can pick locks, Leland can charge, things like that. These abilities have nothing to do with their zodiac signs, so this detail was purely just a reference. Oh, okay. Jumping through the window, of course. That's another film reference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All Alright, the armadillo roadkill. That's in the opening scene, I think, of the game. Then we have Barely Escaping Down the Driveway. Of course. That's yeah. when you're like escaping as one of the survivors. The Meat Hook. Of course. <laughs> These are kind of like obvious, but they are cool to kinda of point out. The Chainsaw Dance. Gotta love the Chainsaw yeah, Dance. He does it he does it every game. <laughs> and then the Leatherface skins and Chainsaws. His outfits are pretty much on point. Which we'll get into. But those are ten references that the gamer kind of like noted and I think we can segue into like the discussion because I will just say before we get into it like the references are pretty great in the, yeah, in they, the yeah. All right so why did we pick this piece of content? I kind of talked about it in the intro but I saw a bunch of people playing this game. I heard about it for some time and Ian also heard about it for some time but we weren't fully interested. I think because a lot of the times game adaptations of movies can be really cheesy can be really poorly done but I had my eye on it particularly because I really enjoyed the Friday the 13th video game even though it is kind of crappy (laughs) I really really like it and so I had high hopes for this game as well and then I started seeing a lot of people on TikTok like TikTok gamers streaming it and it looked pretty dang good it didn't look like Friday the 13th it looked much better significantly yeah, better the graphics were better yeah so i was like okay this looks really great but ian still wasn't convinced i had to oh i didn't have to but when we went on vacation we spent a huge amount of time in the hotel room because the movie the game had just come out watching other people play the game and i think that's what got you most interested when you actually saw the gameplay and you were like okay this looks pretty cool
1: yeah, but didn't we we bought it before we went on vacation. So so the story, David? yeah. I was looking at reviews and I got like a 7. And I was like, why I got a 7? Is because uh the levels are like the same thing over and over again. So you, it will get repetitive. But it, at the end, it's a gameplay that you want to you do. You want to play the game, right? So I was like, I'm not paying. The new prices for games are $69. Like, oh, not, yes. I was like, price. yeah, I'm not paying for that game if it's going to be repetitive over and over again. And then <laughs> I looked it up and it was like 49 And I was like, oh, no, it was 3999, I think, or something. I was like, you know what?
0: It wasn't too expensive. Right? I was like, you know
1: what? Alright, I'll get it. And then there wasn't any single player also. You just play online, it's strictly
0: online. Oh, you're right. Yeah, so so the like, timeline it... was more like I was trying to convince you to get it. You were finally like, okay, let's get it. And then you saw the gameplay and then you got excited yeah, for
1: it. Yeah, we got it the day before we left. Because I think we were leaving early in the morning. Gotcha. So we got it the day yeah. before we left. We were driving we we were already set up for to go to Mexico and we're just like, you know, just bullshitting. And I was just like, all right, let's go get it. So we got it the day before we left. Oh, yeah. I played it for like maybe an hour. And I was like, this shit is funny. Yeah. And then we had to get ready to go to go to sleep or whatever. But, I, but then the whole time in Mexico, we were watching how to play. And I was like, I got to learn how to play this. And our um, friend Robin, cat sitter, he came to see the cats. He was, uh, we told him to play the game. and He was playing it for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now I remember. I completely forgot that we bought it right before we went on vacation. And then we came back to actually play it. And we were like, Everybody's going to be a pro at it by the time we get back, so mm. we need to, to kind of like brush up on our skills by watching other people play it, and it was kind of clear at the very beginning. Nobody knew what the hell to do, but yeah. we'll get into it. Um, why do we like this game so much? The first thing that I'll note is that it has a very similar format to Dead by Daylight, and we all know here on the podcast, we're big fans of Dead by Daylight. We did an episode on that in the first season. But it has a very similar format in that you have a set of survivors, you have a set of killers, one versus the other. And then you kind of like use the map and figure out tools, fix things, what have you to open the doors so that you can escape.
1: And he's in the game too. He's in Dead by Daylight. Oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's that's
0: pretty funny. But it has that similar format that we are already super familiar with. We really like it. And so I just felt like I knew that we were going to like this one. This one is a little bit more interactive so i would argue that it's sometimes a little bit more fun because you're not just fixing generators and then opening the door you're doing other things yeah there's
1: more things to do and and you have to hide and you have to play you have to have a strategy
0: oh yeah for sure
1: and then the people are like actual you feel like it's live people looking at you because it is live people and they're like you don't know if this person's gonna go back if they're gonna camp and it's like it's what is it four against three is it yeah it's four against three
0: i thought it was even no. Oh, okay. It's
1: four against three. So you have three, you're have you not just dealing with one person like in Dead by Daylight. Five against one. Yeah. It's four against three. Yeah.
0: It makes it more complicated. But then, of course, the inclusion of all these other things that you're doing make it complicated for the killers as well. So it kind of evens out. out.
1: Yeah, but the killers are a little bit stronger. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't really, like, knock them out for a long time.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And the way that Dead by Daylight is, it's very, like, formula-specific. So... One does one thing, the other person does the other thing, it leads to the other action in the game. Whereas this one feels a little bit more fluid, loose, anything kinda goes yeah. in a way. Uh and that makes it a little bit more interesting. Scary? scary. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's more scary. I actually think that Dead by Daylight is a tad bit more scary because you can't talk yeah, to each yeah. other. Oh
1: yeah, this one they allow you to talk to each other, yeah.
0: And sometimes it can be a little bit... It can take you out of the story a little bit when you're talking to, like, real-life people. In Dead by Daylight, it's like you're focusing on the story. The mission. <laughs> and yeah. then you can get jump-scared because of that because you're so focused, but...
1: Oh, yeah, this isn't that scary because they come at you, you hear them.
0: Yeah. It's more like the fear comes from the anticipation or of like unlocking a you. door
1: unlocking a door. you're like oh shit
0: yeah and like you know that they're creeping up on you or not even creeping up on you because you get these sensors around the edge of the screen that say that they are yeah, catching yeah, up yeah. to you so and you know they're coming yeah yeah and i think that is actually probably the scariest part for me like when i watch you play or if i'm playing when i see the red around the screen anxiety i'm like oh my god <laughs> i don't know what to do i get frozen i get i don't know i freak out yeah what about you? Like, what is the freakiest, scariest part? When you
1: hear the chainsaw, you, <laughs> mm. you're downstairs in the basement when you first uh, get off the hook. Yeah. And you're walking around and all of a sudden you see the red and then you hear the <laughs> And you're like, yeah, shit, where is he?
0: Yeah, he's the scariest one, of course.
1: Yeah, and then you can't even hit, like, you can't hit him down. You can't stun him. You can't do anything. Just for, like, a second. And yeah. then by the time you run, he's after your ass again.
0: Yeah, definitely. The grandfather isn't scary, but there's, like... Weird. It's weird, scary in a way. It's like eerie that he's just kind of sitting there yeah. watching you the entire time, like running back and forth in front of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they did fix, um, before, before when the grandfather used to um, level up or something like that on mm. scream, they showed this, they show you him screaming every single time. Yeah. And now they <laughs> fix it and they, and they don't show you, you, just hear him screaming.
0: Thank goodness. I think there were a little bit too many cutscenes, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause it was, that's how it would get repetitive also, but yeah, they changed it up and it, it got better. It has gotten better.
0: Yeah definitely. Another thing that I really like about it is that it is based on a movie and it's based on true events. I think that makes it extra cool that it's actually well done first of all because these can be done really really shittily (laughs) but I like that part of it because it feels like you're in the movie and sometimes you want to have that feeling like you're watching a movie and you're so invested in the movie you're like I kind of want to be in that situation or you want to get like transported into that story and you get to do that with these types of games which is really cool and fun like for example if you're watching scream and because scream is so close to reality for us as like say teenagers in high school when we were like first watching it and stuff like that it would be kind of cool to be at the woodsboro high school and stuff like that yeah (laughs) and games like this allow you to do that although this is not relatable in our sense. We're not out in the middle of the <laughs> in Texas. the middle of nowhere with like a serial killer out and about. But you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: and they have all the they have all the parts there, all the meat,
0: and hanging yeah. shit. Yeah, I really like the details that they put in from the movie, like all of the meat things, uh, like hanging, all of the little the butcher shit, the butchers tools. Mm-hmm. Everything is so intricate in each room. I know you don't get a chance to kind of stop and look at it, but it is quite intricate. It makes the the mood definitely creepy. I feel like Texas Chainsaw Massacre in general is such a eerie place, <laughs> an yeah, eerie story. The
1: music too, they they play like some eerie ass music when you.
0: It's so disturbing. Like when you're out in the middle of nowhere and you just see like a house there, and nothing's really around it. You're no, kind of no, like I, stranded, nothing. and then you get into the house and it's just got weird trinkets everywhere. It's just like human bones. Just, it's disturbing. And it is based off of a true story, which makes it extra disturbing. Mr. Ed Gein yeah. is inspiration for that, right? Another thing that I think is pretty scary about this. Well, I would say playing as the victim is particularly scary. I don't think it's as scary when you're playing as one of the killers because you're kind of
1: you got, yeah, you got in to do charge. Something. Yeah.
0: You're more in the lead. But when you're playing as the victims, it's automatically more scary. Do you feel scared when you're playing? yeah aside from like the chainsaw thing
1: yeah when you're running around you're just like what do i do like how do i and then it's like all right when you're when you're running around you're like what do i do how do i get away from this guy because the people that are playing they could be really fucking campers (laughs) (laughs) yeah like one time i was playing it as one guy is like he ran by the fence and he's just standing there and you're like when are you gonna move and as soon as he moves you go there and then all of a sudden he's right behind you again so you're like oh shit yeah so that's where it gets scary like you don't like you have to think how they're thinking that <laughs> like, makes sense yeah.
0: that makes sense why that would be scary because you're kind of like left stranded too if they're camping
1: yeah and if they and if you get fucking caught then you're fucked yeah. <laughs> so you don't know what to do so it's yeah. like a survival
0: yeah definitely definitely the gameplay is pretty solid to have fun rounds every single time because there's a lot more interactive stuff right like with Dead by Daylight, sometimes that can get a bit boring and you don't want to play for too long because it's the same exact thing over and over and over again. I think the variety in Dead by Daylight comes from the map, right? Yeah,
1: the people, if you do stupid shit. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but in this one, there's so much more. Where Whereas the map isn't changing that much, there's just a lot more things to do. Say you can't bump into the cages where the chickens are. Like there's little things that change up the yeah. gameplay every single time, which makes it a little bit more fun.
1: Yeah, and the recent update that they did, it did change it up. Like, you would you start somewhere, and then something's out there, and you're like, wait a second, it changed.
0: That's kind of awesome that they did that update, because people who are constantly playing it nonstop, yeah. <laughs> they are now witnessing something different, which makes it scary again.
1: And they added more characters, too. Like, oh, they, yeah. they do different little things to make you play it over and over again. I love that about, and like, fun, updates.
0: Yeah. Updates on multiplayer games, so you can switch it up and make it scary. Or you know, change the scenery for people who are getting kind of bored with it. So dislikes. What do I dislike about it? I think sometimes I've seen the gameplay be a little wonky.
1: Oh no! Well, that's a glitching when you go online. Like sometimes mm. it doesn't load correctly.
0: So it's actually not that wonky. It,
1: it, it hasn't been like that. It's like rare, and a rare occasion that happens.
0: That's actually a kind of impressive. That's I'm shifting that from a dislike to a like. Yeah. Because <laughs> for an online game, it doesn't really glitch that much. Nah, no,
1: it doesn't. All It'll just, like, cut off if if uh, somebody doesn't want to pick uh, Leatherface. That's another thing right there. If somebody doesn't pick oh. Leatherface, you can't play the game. That's a dislike.
0: Oh, yes. That's they what They want is. you to
1: pick Leatherface. Because like, he's the main character, they want you to pick him. And people don't want to pick him because... I understand why people don't want to pick him because he's, like, slow. Mm-hmm. Like, when I play with him, people are running around me. And I'm trying to run after them. And they're going through, like, the walls and stuff. I'm just like, shit, I can't catch them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's, like, so large. Yeah. Another thing that's kind of, like... I don't know if it's a dislike, honestly, I don't know if it affects you that much when you're playing, but like the different characters, you can't have more of the same character in the game play.
1: Oh, like two of the same Like
0: game. two of Leland, say for <laughs> With different
1: clothes, yeah. That I mean that would be cool, but it's it would be fake, you know It would be like a video <laughs> game. They're yeah, to it make would it be more like, real, yeah. It
0: would be more like Dead by Daylight, right? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It keeps it more into the story. That's probably why they do that, Yeah. to keep it more in the story. They life. pick,
1: I I think there's like, what, five characters or six characters, mm-hmm. and whoever you don't pick, the other person gets hung and like chopped, gotcha. with a, yeah, yeah, yeah. chopped up with a chainsaw.
0: Yeah, you're right. I guess I kind of like that, too. <laughs> yeah. They
1: fi- I mean, they really did fix the update, because before, you would always meet somebody and be like, how are you, and whatever, and say the same thing over again. and over again. Sometimes <laughs> they don't even talk anymore. Yeah. And they change up what they say. And then, what's her name? Um, Sissy? She yeah. would just be singing all the time, nonstop. You just get annoyed, yeah. even when you pick her, she's singing. But they she, they stopped it. They cut down a lot of stuff and made it more like more less annoying. adaptable, <laughs> <And> less <laughs> yeah to play, and less annoying.
0: Yeah, because the repetitive noises and the repetitive cutscenes are just so it get it gets really annoying when you're playing it over and over and over again. That would
1: be the dislike, but they fixed it. So
0: nice. Okay, so long story short, the developers are are listening. To their consumers. That's awesome. I have a question for you. Do you think the killer to victim ratio is fair? Uh,
1: I think there should be two killers. Two Not to three. Because sometimes you're like, they really can't be hard at a door. Yeah. And then when you try to go to another door, it's like, they come after you and you're just like, what the f-?
0: And on top of that, they have the grandpa, which gives them extra abilities too.
1: Yeah, the grandpa tells you where you are sometimes and then. Sometimes they have like this ability where they can put two locks on the door. Mm. So you're about to win or close to winning and then they come uh, they come after you because you, they put two locks, a double lock. Yeah. And then they have the chickens held them out too. The chicken tell That's you. what I'm
0: saying. Like, I feel like there could be a little bit more of an evening there because they get their own set of skills too. I don't know. Maybe it is evenly distributed and it's just a little challenging.
1: Sometimes when they camp on you, three of them will come at you and just fuck you up. <laughs>
0: so it's like (laughs) yeah uh... yeah that's the thing too they can choose that tactic of just all of them going after one at a time which is really just like
1: how do i get out of this
0: yeah i think that's the biggest thing that i've noticed that is like frustrating where all of the killers will kind of gang together and go after one individual uh survivor at a time because there's no chance one person is going to make it out of three people kind of like bombarding them slashing and shit yeah so if you do pick up that tactic it ends up being almost impossible for the survivors so that's why I was like maybe one less killer? Maybe it's
1: either maybe one less or maybe they could have a weapon they do have the bone that they fight with like if they pick up a human bone they could fight the other person like off mm, yeah but maybe if they had like a uh, smoke or something or throw sand in their face or some shit sometimes you you're playing with Leland and then you hit them out and then you're like alright let me run and then you're running running and then they're already right behind you Yeah. so what did that it's true (laughs) what did that part do
0: it's true it's true i guess those are kind of like the little quirks that make it challenging and you can't really like change the gameplay because of that yeah so that's probably why they don't but we'll see like what's once again what's cool about this game is that updates happen right so you never know what's going to happen a couple months from now and maybe it'll get better maybe they'll add new things for the survivors to be able to use and stuff so
1: you know it'd be interesting if they had like you fight the survivor with like a weapon like the bone mm-hmm. keep the bone or whatever and when you fight them they get hurt so then they got to go get a health so,
0: uh... a health item and
1: they got to use it except leatherface because you know he's, he's a super he's a super guy
0: <laughs> wait so if you're playing as one of the killers you don't really have to deal with the no. gathering health thing
1: you get hurt or whatever and they just curse it off and they just yeah. continue and they come after you
0: that's true. Like, that might be it.
1: Yeah, because they're, they're actually people, too. They're not superhuman. The only superhuman is Leatherface for some reason. Like, he's, like, yeah. a big a big dude, so...
0: Perhaps that can be, like, a thing where maybe they don't lose their health as quickly, but they do have health effects. Like, their health will get affected.
1: Yeah, like... You get hit with the bone, and then they have to go. They have to go look for something. Right? Something. And yeah. if they get hit too much, then they get knocked. Or they
0: out. have to like eat something. You know yeah. what I mean. And
1: if they get hit too, oh, remember the blood? They take your blood and they drink yeah. it and give grandpas a drink.
0: That might. Maybe be they it. could
1: drink the blood or some shit.
0: That's a cool idea. That makes it a little bit more interactive for the killers too.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I've been streaming games. Oh yeah. <laughs> on PS5 <laughs> now, so if you follow me on Twitch, it's Ian Candy. I A N K N D Y.
0: Yeah, he's just been casually streaming every once in a while. Probably like every day, actually, now. Yeah? Yeah, so if you want to check him out, he's on at random moments. But if you follow him, you'll probably get pinged whenever he does go live. We are playing a spooky game. Don't you what it is. But we're playing a spooky game right now. If you're listening to this episode at the time that it comes out, we're playing something pretty spooky. And hopefully we can talk about it on the podcast when we finish it. But it has been a lot of fun. I have been having a lot of fun watching him play, even though he just started playing it. Question to the audience. And don't forget, y'all, go into our discussion posts on Instagram after you listen to one of these episodes. You don't have to, like, listen to this episode the day it comes out and go into the discussion post the day that it goes live. You can always go back and kind of scroll through. It's kind of clearly marked which posts on Instagram are the discussion posts. But we always post a question we always have, like, conversations underneath them. And so the question, the prompt that's going to go under this episode's discussion post is, what horror movie would you like to see adapted into a video game? I think it goes without saying. I would love, like, a... Uh, I would love a Scream. Halloween? <laughs> I Did would love a Halloween? Scream kind oh, of yeah. game.
1: If they do Scream, like...
0: Where you walk through the town yeah, and you, you play get with to go Sydney? into the school. Like... That kind of game where you get to be one of the characters and just kind of live through the story. That
1: could work. And then you get like clues and stuff in your, in your locker. Yeah.
0: Instead of it being something very formula specific like this one, just like walk through the story and create a story of your own.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. And then you get to play with all the, all the characters. Maybe. Right.
0: And then maybe you can, maybe the developers could make the story a little bit different. So it could be like a spin off of the main story.
1: And then how about you play online as Gold against five people? Like Dead by Daylight? Oh my god. <laughs> nah.
0: That would be hilarious if that was an option. Yeah. You let us know what you would want to see in that discussion post. But thank you so much for listening. If you liked today's episode and you want to hear more from us, do us a favor and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. Once again, thank you for those five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We appreciate you share it with a friend and have them put the five-star rating as well that just helps boost our podcast so other horror lovers can check us out
1: thank you guys
0: and hang out with us tune in next wednesday because we're gonna be talking about a creepy pasta. stay tuned we'll give you more details in the next episode but for now we'll, we'll see, see you in, in the kitchen, kitchen with a knife, knife.